Well, um, hello and welcome to a brand new... Now, I'm not sure about this word, but it does say minisode. Pardon? It says, welcome to a brand new minisode. Is that like a mini episode? Well, I guess that's what it is. But that word, you can't just make up a word like that. You kind of can. Well, minisode, no one is going to use... No one is going to use that word ever again. Impactful, yes. No. It's like your what's what's your your favourite German word? Besserung. Yes. Which incidentally, my therapist tells me you're pronouncing wrongly. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> Does she mean pronouncing? Pronouncing. How yes. should I be saying it? I, I don't, she's German. I can't. That's I can't do it helpful. justice. But um, Besserung, Besserung, which which means an improvement, which, which makes things worse. worse. Yeah. Yes. But you see, that works because. There are many situations where that word is useful. Minisode, which is what we're about to do, all about road trips and road trip movies, that I, I can't imagine anyone saying, you know what? You know what I need now? A minisode. A minisode of this. Anyway, we'll carry on. Yeah, but you used to say that about podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you see that. So, so this minisode. It used to be a download. This very brief Mini um, minisode, small episode, a brief episode, mm -hmm. a novella if you like. <laughs> a short uh, film. Brought to a you, supporting feature. Brought to you by our friends at Haycar. This is like, yes, it's like we're, it's a little supporting feature. It is. It's a small little Pixar yeah, moment. exactly. And you are the angle poised lamp <laughs> who's now going to bounce around the studio. <laughs> That's the way I think about it. Um, the only road trips that I go on these days are around the M25 and down the A23 to Dorking. That's mm -hmm. the only road trip that I go on. Um, or I go on the train. But road trips... Although trains nowadays quite often involve road trips as your train becomes a bus. That, that, is, that is also true. But historically speaking, and as far as movies are concerned, they love a road trip. They love they? a road trip. Where did that come from then? Just because road... I mean, you know, very early on, you and I, we did a tour once with the movie doctors and we showed that st the, the Buster Keaton stuff on the railway. Didn't yes. we? I mean, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's a way of moving a story forward, literally move the characters from one place to another and see what happens. Or it's a simple way of sticking people in a confined space and seeing how they get on with each other. It's just a, it's a, it's a nice device. In, in the case of some films that you recommend, you can actually have sex with the car. This might not be what <laughs> Hey Car... Think hey Car might not want this kind of thing. <laughs> no, that's what a Hey Car... <laughs> hey, hey Car! <laughs> you don't want that. Away Car! They, they don't want to go down that route. <laughs> It's it's unhelpful. That's when they mean road trips. They don't mean that. They don't kind of mean road, that kind of road trip. No, yeah. Titan is not a road movie. No, no. The gear stick is to be used. Yeah, moving change, on, Simon. Changing gear, really. Uh, anyway, but if I think of road trips, apart from movies, I always think of you because you do them. Like you've you buy yourself like a, some convertible and you drive across America, my singing songs with your guitar strapped over your back. I have done that. Yes, I know. That's, but you're the only person that I know that does that kind of but thing. But also, my, my most memorable road trip, which I know is what you were asking me, thank you for bringing it up. I was up, getting there, I was steering it round. Was the time that I was doing the set report for that film, Dark Water. Z. Not that one, but Dark the other waters. one. Dark Waters. I can never remember whether it's Dark Water or Dark Waters. I think it's got a plural. Anyway, we started in Moscow and we had to end up in Feodosia in Ukraine. And the first part of the journey was a train mm -hmm. that took us to Odessa. And then from Odessa to where we were going to, we went in a larder, which had 
four of us in it. And halfway through the journey, the larder developed a flat tire. But there, there was no spare. There was three wheels on my wagon, and we still had many, the many Christie minstrels, <laughs> many miles to go. And so we ventured across country with, with a flat tire for hours. Do you know? Can I just say in parenthesis, mm-hmm. sidebar, as the as the kids would say, do you know the lead singer of the New Christie Minstrels was on that song? I three wheels on my wagon. No. Barry Maguire, who did Eve of Destruction. That was no, his one really? hit. Yeah, that's that the was guy. Him? Yeah. Wow. Eve of Destruction to the new Christie Minstrels, Three Wheels on My Wagon, which you'll never hear on the radio because it has, you know, outdated cultural references. Anyway, yes. So <laughs> anyway, you, no, that's it. How far did you go with a flat tyre? It was about 60 miles. Is that because you were scared? No, no, we weren't driving. We were oh. we were being driven by um uh by by a driver. It was his car, but he didn't have a spare wheel. And um it's not much of a and, driver, is it? Many. Yeah, it was, and then about about two years later, I was in hospital with my back issues. And I remember the doctor said, "When did this begin?" I said, "Well, it's funny you should ask." I've never that. been in a larder. Do they still exist? The larder? Yeah, yeah, larders. And actually, weirdly enough, the the Railtown Bottlers, the band I used to be in, used to have a larder driven by our washboard player. Al. Where's my washboard? Where's my washboard? And we used to describe ourselves as the band that fits snugly into a larder. That's quite good. Mm. Actually, I do quite like yeah. that. It put the the, the larder. You should have called it Mark. The larder. If you had another one. You could have Mark and Larder. Very good. The car that she had, um, it, she never got the, the steering on it corrected, and so it pulled wildly to the left, as did the band, as did the Soviet Union. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> uh, would that? Uh, that would, did you have a guitar strapped to your back at this point? No, no, I didn't. I had Nigel Floyd strapped to my back. I think on balance, a guitar would be more useful. Yes. I mean, Nigel's a nice guy, but, you know, you don't want him strapped to your back. Nigel enjoyed it even less than I did. Um, as far as road trips in movies are concerned, um, we, we asked our uh, venerable audience. Okay. Course, Bella says, Little Miss Sunshine. I've watched it a few times now. Never fails to lift me up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a weirdly dark film, though, Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, Mark S., The Straight Story, a gem of a film. Someone called Obi Moo. Excuse me, straight story. Forrest Gump on a tractor. I believe you said that before. Obi Moo, Queen and Slim, and Broker are two of the oh, best. Queen and Slim ones. is yeah, Queen and Slim is brilliant. And Broker is actually yes, I suppose technically Broker is yes, Broker would count. Obi says, "Can the perfect Rye Lane count? Most of it is on foot, but they are travelling for most of the film." I don't think Rye Lane counts as a road movie. And yes, I I don't think it does because I think in order to, in order for it to be a, well, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's because because they 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 wander. They don't really go from point A to point B. They just sort of wander from the South Bank and Brixton to Peckham. Yeah, I don't think it's a road movie. Okay, there's your answer, Obi. Uh, Harvey Morton, Little Miss Sunshine, Every Time, or The Way Back, which The uh, Way Way Back, The, the way, way Way Back. Yes, it's not a misprint. It is called The Way Way Back. Always loved each time I've revisited it. Sally Lake, there'll undoubtedly be better-known entries, but I'd like to nominate the film Africa United about a group of kids travelling from Rwanda to get to the 2010 South African World Cup opening ceremony. It's a great little film full of unknowns and seems barely remembered now. Steve Sherwood, Fandango from 1985. Of its time. It's of its time, but I still like it. In what way is it... Of its time. <laughs> well, it's a weird thing, isn't it, that when people say something is of its time, what they mean is... Dated cultural references. That's <laughs> what they mean. 
I also mean it kind of hasn't it hasn't aged well. Who was it who said? Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about you and I will talk about this when we're referring to when we're talking about Tetris in a while. Which you know, one it, that's about going to Russia and coming back again. But um, there's a thing in that about the the way that the the way that the future sounded in the past was a bit rubbish. The way that the future, future sounded, sounded in, in the past. Oh, okay, yeah. yes. their version of what they thought it was yeah, going to yeah, be exactly, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Craig is suggesting Vanishing Point, amazing soundtrack, definitely a document of the paranoid times. It is, absolutely. It's a classic. Sean says, my all-time favourite road trip movie is The Straight Story, which is down to acting, all the terrific characters on the journey and the emotional payoff of the destination. In second place, Mad Max Fury Road. I was going to suggest Mad Max Fury Road, which is also about a road trip in less than ideal circumstances. <laughs> I mean, that's one way. That's why we are talking about the post-apocalyptic world where everyone drives a tank with a skull at the front. Yeah. Or Tom Hardy. You could kick in. You could chuck in. You know, Vim Vendor's Kings of the Road. I mean, that's definitely a road movie. Uh, uh, Floyd Dean. I'm going with Cannonball Run. Bit problematic in places. That's a, another way of saying <laughs> problematic is a great a word. Isn't it? It's doing um, a lot of doing a lot of work in that sentence. Uh, but so is nearly every movie from that decade. I think every '80s kid grew up watching this movie on VHS multiple times. Bit dated, but still funny in places. And it introduced me to the great Jackie Chan. Also, a woman wins, says Floyd Dean. Dan Lomax, I love the sure thing, the movie of my teenage years and an underrated Rob Reiner classic. God bless Rob Reiner. And Lupec Aubrey. Paris, Texas is an unconventional road trip movie that is dear to my heart. Every time I watch the film, it has a different meaning. I first watched Paris, Texas in the 90s at the age of 21. I saw it as a story about a broken man in search of a lost love. I watched again, age 50, with my adult son. I, I was moved by a touching and emotional father and son's journey towards reconciliation and forgiveness. So um, that's a quite an interesting uh, list of suggestions. Uh, do you have um, a top five for us? Well, you know, gonna, it's, it's, maybe it, we've mentioned it's funny you should ask that. So I did, this is my top five, okay? My top five road movies. You ready? Yeah. Everyone a banger. Uh, number five, uh, Iti Mama Tambien, which is Alfonso Cuaron's coming of age uh, road movie. It's great. Diego What's it called Luna. again? Iti Mama Tambien and your mother. T so um, uh, Diego Luna, Gargasir, Banal. And of course, Alfonso Cuaron then went on to be one of the most famous international directors of Evs. Uh, number four, you might have seen this. It happened one night from 1934, which is Claudette Colbert and uh, Clark Gable on a Greyhound bus. It films by Frank Cabra based on a short story called The Night Bus. And it's one of the kind of the most brilliant screwball comedies. And it does exactly that thing that road movies meant to do. Throws two people who are completely ill-matched mm -hmm. together on a journey that neither of them particularly want to be making. And then during the course of the... the it's, have you ever seen it? I have not. It's fantastic. Do they fall in love? Well, that would be giving it away, wouldn't it? Well, give it away. It's not exactly a current It's movie. a screwball romantic comedy. They fall in love then. <laughs> That's what happens. Okay. You love things predictable. Okay, number three, American Honey. This is the Andrea Arnold film, which I think is kind of, you know, magical mystery tour of the US, breakthrough roles for Riley Keough, Sasha Lane. I, I, Andrea Arnold is such a brilliant filmmaker. And it is it is one of those films in which you do genuinely feel that you were going on the journey with the characters. Uh, number two, Hit the Road. We reviewed this really recently. This is Panar Panahi's portrait of Iranian life on four wheels. Fantastic performance by that, that you know, the, the young actor who's the kind of hyperactive kid in the car who never stops, never stops talking, never stops singing, never stops doing whatever it is that he's doing. And it's, I thought that was wonderful. But my favourite, and I thought about this long and hard, I thought about long and hard as to whether or not it actually was a road movie. And I've decided it is. So. So, you, okay, go on. 
Hang on, let me guess what it's going to be. Sound of Music. No. Mary Poppins. No. The Exorcist. <laughs> I mean, it's, you, could, you can make an argument that The Exorcist is a road movie because Father Merrin goes from Woodstock to Georgetown and he gets out of a cab. But every that makes almost every anything film. where everything has got a thing so, in so it. So it's not those. Okay. Yeah, no. Although you're, it's connected, it's the film that Freakin made after The Exorcist. So my favourite road movie is Sorcerer, which is Freakin's 1977 remake of uh, Wages of Fear, in which th the story is you've got these trucks which have got very, very, very explosive dynamite in them that need to be transported from point A to point B. And in order to do that, they have to drive over very, very, very dodgy terrain, like me in that larder with only three... And you can't shake the dynamite because if you do, it will explode. So it, that's it. That's literally the plot. You know, you start here, you need to get there, but without the van blowing up. And it's just... I mean, I know everybody loves Wages of Fear, but I think Sorcerer is actually better. And I think that the the bridge sequence in Sorcerer is... I remember that. Yes, I remember, yeah. I, I remember watching it. It's very kind of sweaty. Astonishing, astonishing stuff. And a brilliant performance by Roy Scheider. He uh, freaking originally wanted Steve McQueen, but it's Roy Scheider, who, of course, is you know so great in pretty much everything. I think Sorcerer is the definitive road movie. I think it's absolutely brilliant. No, it's not a road movie that you'd want to be a part of, though. You don't think, wouldn't it have been great to have been there at that time doing that journey? When they finished the film, the studio looked at it and they thought it wasn't it wasn't the film that they wanted because it turned out to be one of the great disasters, it, you know, one of the, the great new Hollywood failures. And uh, one of the executives said to uh, Friedkin, look, one of the things we think you could do is you could film the odometer, you know, the myelometer, and, uh, you know, uh, the odometer going down so we know how, you know, how far the, the miles are, you know, how, how far in the journey we are. Friedkin said, fine, OK, that'll be about two million. I said, why? He said, well, I'll need to go back. I'll need to go back to the original jungle and, you know, do he said, no, no, just, just, just film it on the... He said, I don't do inserts. <laughs> <laughs> That's an expensive habit. It is. So, your we, top five. We, no, well, I, yeah, I mean, I've mentioned... I wrote down come on, Queen come on, come on, come on, come on, I wrote down Queen, Queen, Queen and Slim. Queen is a really good choice. I, Actually, down, I wish I'd come up with that. Mad Max Fury Road. Yes, which is, again, a very good choice. Yes. I mean, no, no one has said Thelma and Louise, which is what everyone which is, is the shouting. Which is classic, yes, People everyone is shouting Thelma. They're listening to this mini-sode, and they're going, if you're going to do a mini-sode, <laughs> Thelma and Louise... Also, I'm going to do a double bill of Driving Miss Daisy and Green Book, just to, <laughs> just to annoy you. <laughs> two Oscar winners, two Best Picture winners. Yeah, and clearly in a car. Yes. And clearly going on a road no, trip. No, they are genuinely road that's a, movies. So there's a crowd please. And, the, and that your tagline for Green Book was? Uh, oh, okay. Um, uh, this time. This time the racists in the front. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, and then number one, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Can I get away with that? Oh yeah, no, of course, yeah. Follow the yellow brick road there movie. You go. Yeah, absolutely. That's follow the yellow brick actually, road movie. Follow the. That's in fact the perfect choice. Your list was better than mine. No, I don't think which so. Which I'm quite annoyed by. But mine was more. Mine had films that people had heard of and seen. I, I think many people have heard of it happen one night. No, that's true. And also uh, the sorcerer. Thing. Yeah, sorcerer. I, I was on. I saw that on. I was on TV, and you was said, it? "Yeah, you absolutely have to watch it." And it was very stressful. It's it's very stressful. Very very stressful. Um, here's the here's the payoff, mm -hmm. right, Rennie? This minisode is brought to you by. Pay attention. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Is brought do to I you? have to do anything? No, no, in this no. Bit? Oh, no, yes, you do. Do. no, no, you okay. do. You have well, a hold line. on. Let me go back to the thing. Hold on. Where's the cursor gone? Uh, there. Okay, okay, fine. I'm ready. This episode and minisode is brought to you by Haycar. A few fun facts on Haycar. Okay. All cars are under eight years old. It's not particularly fun, but it's quite useful. And also less than 100,000 on the clock. 
All cars come with a warranty and a 10-day money-back guarantee. 10 days. 10 days. So if I decide to change after nine, that's okay, that's is it? That's less than 10. Yes. Yes. On 10, that's also fine. 10 days is fine. You're getting, in, getting into legalese here. 11 I'm, is, I'm sure terms and conditions will apply. Uh, offering a large range of quality-checked used cars from select dealers across the UK, all within a single app, all at your fingertips. T and Cs apply. I, I told you. I knew they would. They always do. They always do. And I feel reassured when there are terms and conditions because it establishes some law and order. It does. <laughs> Enough of your anarchy. <laughs> You've got a last bit you've got to do. Oh, have I? Yeah. Download. Shall I just do it? No, no, it's fine. No, 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 no. I need, I need the line. We could both do it. Download, Download the, the Hey Car app. app to find your perfect car. <laughs> if we do it together, it sounds like we're doing children's TV, it doesn't does, it? Doesn't it? Hi, everybody. Don't forget, download the Hey Car app to find your perfect car. I know I will. 